Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here in an absolutely electric mood recording on the 6th of March, fit and firing. Lee, are you fit and firing? I'm fresh and firing, fit and firing. It's Liam Hancock here, guys. How's it going? No, good, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? The energy. I, I feel feel good this week. Last week was a, uh, a funny week, wasn't it? it was a messy uh... week on your end, but me and Rose <laughs> pulled up. All right. Uh, you win some, you lose some, don't you? But uh, a triumphant return this week. Also joining us, Mr. Roe Hancock. Yeah, how are we? Uh, I didn't actually know how Lee would come in today. I saw a few snaps from him late last <laughs> night out in the circuit and... Wasn't quite sure he'd he'd be here for this podcast, but he's here. Tell you, well, not going to lie, I kind of thought the same. I was kind of like, you know, 10 o'clock uh, recording, here we go. But look at him, he looks a million bucks. Best hangover um, remedy is just sculling so much water before you sleep. You'll love yourself in the morning if you do it. Big fan of the Gatorade by the bed just before you go yeah, to sleep. Yeah, not a bad one. Yeah. You a fan of the greasy food in the morning? No. No. Nah, just some crumpets. Good stuff. Well, it's good to see you up and about. Um Guys, massive episode, last one before the All-Star break. Uh, before we get into it, though, just a big shout-out to all of our listeners. Um, we've just ticked over mm. 5K listens uh, for yeah. the podcast. Massive. So, you know, a nice little milestone there, something that we're super proud of and super appreciative of that you guys continue to tune in to us three, three loose cannons each week. For sure. Road to 2K on Instagram. Yeah, we've ticked Here's over the 1,500 there. Mm. Um, not going to lie, I thought you were... Road to 2K, I thought you meant we were hitting up a session this afternoon or something there, but no yeah, absolutely. So guys, big thank you. Continue to show that support. You know, if you've got any mm. basketball friends, lovers, drop the Daily Dribble name out there. Um, you know, we're continuing to grow on YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. It's all happening, isn't Everything. it? Everything, LinkedIn. Let's go. We've also got some exciting news that we announced throughout the week, didn't we? Um, a new partnership that that we've new partnership indeed new partnership uh, with Card Culture, mm-hmm. um, the lads over in Newtown in Tassie. Um, basically, to give you a bit of background about who they are and what they do, um, they're a Tasmania-based family-owned business, um, and they stock, you know, such a large range of. Um, collectible trading cards and sports memorabilia from from our perspective i guess we're really interested in the nba side of things so the nba trading cards which we mentioned on our instagram throughout the week but they're just like their their values going through the roof at the moment just Um, about to say this is a partnership for us um but it's also could be beneficial to you guys like as ro just said the We've seen with Top Shot at the minute, like the NBA trading and memorabilia world is going off at the minute. So if you're looking to make a buck or, you know, invest in something, instead of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, get involved in the uh, in the NBA collectibles. We also mentioned this throughout the week. This is just a little fun fact, but um, a Luka Doncic rookie card became the highest selling basketball card in history, um, selling for 4.6 million US. It just shows how valuable these cards are. Um, people are just... Diehard collect collectors are trying to get their hands on these cards at any. That's taking the mickey, really, isn't it? Oh, 4.6 million, and that's 5.93 million Australians. So Absurd it's stuff. it's ridiculous. 4.6 million. I'm just thinking, how much did Luca Doncic? I think he made like eight million his rookie year, maybe. So that just show that's half of his <laughs> rookie his salary. Rookie wage, incredible stuff. No, but-, but it's really exciting. 
really exciting for us. Um, Can't wait to, to build a long-lasting relationship there. Um, so be sure. sure to check them out in Newtown, guys, here in Tassie. For sure. And our boys over at Intersport, we can't forget those boys and girls over there. They're doing massive things. We've we've mentioned that they've got some big things in the works. Um, big, big things in the works. It's only a matter of time until that comes to the surface. So look out. Keep your eyes peeled. Big things happening for both card culture and in sport as well as the Daily Dribble Lads. Yeah. Okay, big show. Speaking of big things, uh, today, on today's show, we're going to recap some odds and ends. Uh, We're then going to kind of refer back to our our picks we made at the start of the season for our end-of-season awards, so MVP, Mm -hmm. MIP, all those awards, and just see how they're tracking along at this stage. Um, We've also got Hero of the Week and Be Right or Good Night. Do you want to mention about be right or good night? <laughs> I might touch on it when we get to yeah, it, okay. just how it's going to uh, play out. But uh, out. yes, all good, all good. You want Excellent. to kick us off with odds and ends, Nick? Okay, here we go, lads. Uh, first things first: the Atlanta Hawks during the week sacked head coach Lloyd Pierce. Long time coming. Um, uh, yeah, well, uh, it, was. it was. Yeah, they currently sit eleventh uh, in the East at sixteen and twenty. Um, with the expectations they had this year with the acquisitions they made, we saw you know, Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Rondo, mm. uh, Capella at the back end of last season, all these big names, and they've kind of, to a certain extent, failed to deliver um, in saying that, you know, as I said, 11th, but in the East at the minute, they're only a couple of games outside home court advantage. Um, in Pierce's tenure, though, he had an overall record of 63 and 120 losses, Mm-hmm. Um, so they've since moved on and have appointed assistant uh, Nate McMillan as the interim head coach. Particularly given how bad they were last year, the Atlanta Hawks. I know they were still young and growing, but this year, as you mentioned, Nick, there were so so many expectations for them to have a really good season, and their start to the season's been medi- mediocre. So, um, is it any real surprise? I probably really- wouldn't have thought so. And, like, I, I know I keep coming back to the fact they've battled with injuries. We've seen Hunter go out, mm. um, you know, Okongwu. A lot mm. of names have been on the sidelines, but that's the same for every team, isn't it? So it's yeah, not yeah. really... Not an excuse. And really, it, to be honest, it might have even helped Pierce because we spoke about their depth, mm. you know. Like, it's kind of helped him with his decision-making a little bit, maybe, in that sense. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Nate McMillan goes, um, former head coach with the Pacers, so he's certainly got the pedigree for the job. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Have it. I'll go for the next one. Victor Oladipo, not really any surprise here, but he's declined a two-year, forty-five million extension with the Rockets. Um, so we knew he didn't really want to stay. He's keeping his eyes open to see, you know, what team wants him. But Miami and the Knicks are the two that are, I think, the mm. leading front runners there. Yeah, I tell you what, we- <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Like they're <laughs> right. on a thirteen-game losing streak. They are like for all. Um, you know, they actually showed some promise at the start of the year. Yeah. That's kind of coincided mm. with when Christian Wood went out. Um, but, yeah, Oladipo, Miami and Knicks are the two teams I've heard that are showing the strongest interest. I know he's declined the two-year option, but is there a chance that he wants to go for a longer deal option at Houston? I don't think so. Or do we reckon he's, just, he's I reckon he's out. He's out. I reckon yeah. he wants out. Okay. Um, I know there's even last season there were strong rumours of Miami, um, so I think he could be on the way out. Speaking of someone else on the way out, Nick, Blake Griffin. Oh, yes. Yeah. Blake Griffin in Detroit, they've agreed to a contract buyout, um, which essentially means now that Blake Griffin is a free agent, um, this has been a long time coming. Um, Woj reported that the Nets, Lakers, Warriors, Heat and Blazers are the main teams interested in acquiring Blake Griffin. Um, so all contending teams um, yeah. looking for, I guess, his services, most likely to come off the bench, you would 
say. Um, I think I read earlier um, that the Nets were the the, uh, the, the leading front runners. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he where he heads off to. But Blake Griffin's time in Detroit's over, and many would probably say it's probably a few years overdue. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of as you said, been a long time coming. Um, any of those teams you just mentioned, that would be a, a handy piece. Imagine that on Houston. You've got For Irving, sure. Harden, Houston, uh, not Houston, uh, not Houston, not Houston. My apologies, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn. There with Harden, yeah. Irving, and Durant, and and Griffin. That would just be and DeAndre Jordan. That'd be nice. I mean, he's not much, but he's a good old veteran player. I wouldn't laugh at DeAndre. I wish they still had Jared Allen. I wish they still had Jared Allen. Jeezy's been been great for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just quickly, Jared Allen. Yeah, he he has. That was a big piece to let go. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where he winds up. I can't believe you laughed at DeAndre Jordan. I'm not not saying he's KD caliber. Just just the fact that we were mentioning those names and you've slid his in there. (laughs) I mean, he had that... Dynasty with Chris Paul and Dynasty. Blake, Blake Griffin. The Dynasty. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. This just popped into my head just quickly. Do you remember when um, Mark Cuban was trying to recruit DeAndre Jordan over to the Dallas Mavericks and Chris Paul and Blake Griffin locked him inside and put a put a um, chair against the door so Mark Cuban wouldn't come <laughs> I in? I don't remember that. Oh, I God. don't remember that. That was that, funny like that. Jeez, there you go. That's, that's one way to keep a player in, isn't it? Jeez, he was valuable. Um, just referring back to the Rockets, just a quick one. Rockets owner, uh, Tillman Fratita, has announced the Rockets will retire James Harden's number 13 in the near future. Yeah. What do you reckon? Would you retire his... Yes, credit yeah. where credit's due, in my opinion. Oh, he did great things for that franchise, didn't he? Even though, he, ultimately, he didn't bring home a championship. And really, they were one Chris Paul um, injury away yeah. in that series against the Warriors a couple of years ago from being in the finals. Yeah. yeah. So they were they were right on the edge there and had... You know, that Warriors dynasty not have been at the time. They certainly could have had a title of two. For sure, yep. I don't know if you guys saw the um, Rising Stars roster, but, God, Team US would have absolutely killed Team Wild. I tell you what, this was... um, Do you want me to read them? Yeah, please do. The US roster, we had Zion Williamson, Ja Morant, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, DeAndre Hunter, Keldon Johnson, Michael Porter Jr. and James Wiseman. Well, 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 roster. We got precious at I love precious. So, uh, we have Denny, Alexander Walker, RJ Barrett, um, Campazzo, uh, Brandon Clark, Lou Dort, Rui Hachimura, Theo Maladon, and Michael Mulder. Not gonna lie, I just want to. I wish the roster was longer. I just want to hear you rip through more of the world <laughs> roster names. Yeah, so I just there didn't some... even say their first name. So <laughs> um, precious, sure. I tell you, he's what, been good for the Heat. That that US roster is that's crazy. That is stacked. Oh, the discrepancies that's taking massive. the absolute yeah. Mickey. I would I would have loved to have seen this game in fairness. Yeah, it's um, a shame. But yeah, nevertheless, great to actually have teams announced just to get an idea. But mm. what Did, do you what do you reckon? Would it have been not it would have been close. 30 points at least. Wouldn't have been uh, close. Would have been. But the thing is, we say that, but we, we forget that these guys are professional NBA players. They play at the highest level. Yes, yeah, some of these guys might might be of a higher quality than than mm. the others, but I, I actually think it might be closer than people nah, think. I think it would have been a blowout. You should go into politics, where I play both sides <laughs> of the fence very well, don't you? No, <laughs> but we forget how good they are. They're, but you're yeah. absolutely right. And it, to be honest, not turning it. This was kind of a jest conversation, but referring back to what we said with Vic in our interview a couple of weeks ago, like at that level, you know, everyone's a good player. For it's, sure. You know, yeah. the little 
you know, mindset, those things that separate the good from the great. So, did 100%. we real quick? Did we see the old star jerseys? I don't know what's going on with those. Very reminiscent of the Pacers, isn't it? I just don't like them. They look ugly. That's where the game was originally meant to be held, wasn't it, Indiana? Yeah. So the jerseys kind of tied in with that, I believe. No, I wasn't a fan at all. Um, yeah, <laughs> they need to go back to the drawing board with those ones. Well, while we're speaking of the All Star, um, I guess, or talking to the All Star mm. topic. Um, what did we think? We had the teams announced. I'll rip through here uh, Team Durant, then Team LeBron. Uh, yeah. uh, so the starters for Team Durant are Bradley Bill, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Jason Tatum. Off the bench, we'll have Devin Booker, James Harden, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, Nikola Vucevic, and Zion Williamson. Yeah. Bringing it up for Team LeBron, we have the starters. This is this yeah, is ridiculous. I know. I know. Team LeBron, the starters, LeBron James, Giannis, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic. That's unfair. God. Off the bench, you've got Jalen Brown, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMontis Sabonis, and Ben Simmons. Oh, right. Okay, so let's – how do we start this? Let's start this. So which team do you, do you pick in this? LeBron's team. Um the starting that five starting almost five seems is... like a cheat code, really. I didn't think he was going to choose Giannis first, to be honest. Did I thought, you think it was Luca? I, was... I thought he was going to choose uh, – uh, not first. I thought he was going to the... choose the Yokes. Yoke. I thought he was going to choose a big man, but I guess you <laughs> like we we should have considered Giannis because, he, you know, he's been he's been the other team captain for the last mm. few years, hasn't he? So, um, Just like in terms of size, you look at that Bill – Embiid, Irving, and Kawhi, Kawhi and Tatum against Giannis, Curry, Doncic, Jokic, and LeBron. Yeah. You just feel like in that, they're just going to get outbodied. Yeah. Um, oh, I tell you what, they you know who they need? They yeah. need a Kyle Lowry against those big boys <laughs> yeah. just to stand in the paint and take charge after charge. Um, I'm, I can't, I tell you what, I'm buzzing for the game. I think it's going to be a wicked display of talent. I think uh, KD's bench um, is. Better than LeBron's, to be fair. It would have looked better had they have had KD playing. Yeah, and likewise, yeah. Anthony Davis is out injured as well. Um, the offensive production coming off KD's team's bench. Oh, dearie me. Had, well, who was it? Devin Booker, um, Zach Levine coming off the bench, Donovan Mitchell. Just quickly, I don't know why there was so much, um, so many headlines about the two Utah guys being picked last. Someone has to be picked last, regardless mm. of if they've got the best record in the in the um, league at the moment. who like Someone, someone has does, to be picked they? last. So. You never want, it's like at school, you never want to be the kid who's picked last, do you? No. To be honest, I thought... Horrible. I thought... Um, Were you pick, ever picked last at school, Lee? Never. Right? I, uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> Probably. <yeah. laughs> I thought um, Zion, just because it was it's his um, second year in the league um, and first All-Star, I thought he would have been picked close to the end, but... I, KD picked him up pretty early on. Picked him up early. Just mm. quickly, on the All-Star weekend, uh, we've also got our participants for the, the contests at halftime. Uh, Three-point shootout is going to be electric. Oh, oh, my God. Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, and Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Holy Moses. Could have had Dame Lillard there, but he opted out. Opted out. Imagine that with him in it. Oh. That's going to be elite. Quick, quick predictions. Curry? I... <sighs> I, it's almost the, it's almost too obvious, but I I actually think that um, Devin Booker will be up there. Can you read out the name once more, and I'll uh, give you mine. Curry, Booker, Mitchell, Brown, Levine, and Tatum. Um, give me. I'll go with Brownie Boy. Really, Brownie yeah. Boy, a wow. bit of a dark horse. Okay. I don't mind it. I like it. So that's that lineup in the skills challenge. We've got 
Uh, Rob Cov, Luka Doncic, Nikola Vucevic, Sabonis, Julius Randle, and Chris Paul. Oh, some big names in that one as well. Big names in that. Who who you got? What I've learned with um, skills <laughs> challenges is it's always the person you don't think will win is going to win, so give me Vooch. Vooch? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't mind it. On that logic, I'll go Robert Covington. Then. <laughs> Rob Cov. No, I think... Um, I'm no, going Julius with my, Randall, I'm going the big man. I'm going with my boy, Luca. I yeah. think he's, he's, yeah, going to win it by a fair stretch. And then in the dunk contest, we've got Anthony Simons, Obi Topin, and Cassius Stanley. Cassius Stanley. Man, that boy can yep. jump. He, he has got mad hops. In terms of dunking ability, and yeah, I think he's just far and away the the favourite for this dunk yep. contest, and rightly so. You don't see a big man like Obi Topin win it too often. Like, And Isn't I know there's though? been a lot of backlash about the participants in this, the fact that there's no Levine, there's no Gordon, ruddy, ruddy, ruddy. But I think this will be quite exciting. Like, yeah. all these yeah. guys can There's jump. just no... Um, I think it's because there's no massive names. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no, you know, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordons of the last few years. So, it, but... This is how they get to that level, isn't they it? Do, One they of them, do. if is it, Stanley goes off, that's how he makes himself a household name. Is it just me or I haven't seen too much of um, Anthony Simon's dunking abilities as of yet? To be honest, I... Yeah, no. That makes two of us. I haven't yeah. even, to be honest. So that could be interesting. But, lads, we're only a couple of days away now. Also a weekend. I can't wait. Monday, Seven isn't times. it, here in Australia? Public holiday as well. What Thank a treat. Christ. That, that, that is, that is such good time. Or is it just Tassie? What public just holiday? Just Tassie. Is it? it's like, I think it's actually it's Labor Day, but like eight-hour day. So oh, I'm not sure. Treat. God, couldn't have come at a better time. Brilliant stuff there. So, very exciting stuff. Guys, um... Do I have anything else? Actually, I've got some more news. Sorry. (laughs) You're about to wind us up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little bit prematurely. Um, Positive news. Karis LeVert will return to the court at some point during March. Yes. Um, This comes after undergoing surgery for kidney cancer back in January. Buzzing to see him God, back. I can't sure. wait. Like, With uh, the pace. Oh, it's actually ooh, giving me God. goosebumps. Like Lee almost fell off his chair. <laughs> They've held their own in this period there, With also without TJ Warren. Um, yeah. So it'll be great to have that bright spark back mm. in. And, you know, what a great story um, for him. Can I just mention quickly, I know Lee was about to say something, but just regarding the paces, I know I've raved about him before in the past, but TJ McConnell, did we yes, see him the I other did. day? Damn. I did. He had a triple-double with steals. He had nine at half-time. Jesus Did he really? I didn't he had nine steals at half-time. The record's 11. Um, forgive me, I don't have the name on me there. That's <laughs> he was on his way for 18 steals. That that was incredible. He provides so much for don't that Don't you have him in his fantasy team? I don't, no. but I wish I did. Who? Um, how many did he get? He got 10. No, I think he got 11 because he stole my heart after I saw that stat line. (laughs) I think that one went over your head a bit, Nick. I said said he stole my heart after I saw that stat line of his. So that's 11 steals. Okay. Are you serious, Nick? That one didn't land. That's a little bit early. (laughs) A little bit early for that. Explain it out. So he had 10 steals. He had 11 because... Um, he stole my heart, heart after I saw that stat line. Right, okay, gotcha. let's move on. <laughs> gotcha. Um, do you have anything else in the NBA? I guys? do. Lou Williams has <laughs> Lou, Lou Williams has done a sweet, sweet Lou. He's done a if you break up with me, I'm going to kill myself type thing. He said um, he he'll Jesus. he'll retire if the Clippers trade him. So he's pretty much made himself untradeable. Right. Well, there you go. Um, I don't like it from sweet. Yeah, Lou. I don't like that. But that's one way to make yourself. <laughs> Indisposable. Indisposable. Well, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what they do, whether they give him the flick and yeah. tell him to get the jog on or if they keep him. That's it. Uh, a couple of quick notes here from the NBL guys. 
Tasmania will host a few NBL games this season mm. as the New Zealand Breakers will uh, play a couple of games out at Launceston at the Silverdome there. That's exciting. Um, up to six games around the Easter period as they make it their home base for this this kind of period. Sucks they couldn't come down to the Derwent. Absolutely. Uh, exciting stuff there, though, just for Tasmania as a whole and showing that, I guess, trajectory that yeah. we're on for basketball here in Tasmania. Mm. Like, we're really on the up, um, and this is just great exposure again. Uh, Isaac Humphreys of the 36ers will be out for four to six weeks with a left foot injury. Another bloke, it seems like the bloke's going down with injury and bowling out at the minute. He had fi- He's been averaging 15.5 points, eight rebounds, and three blocks a game. Yep. Um, in terms of the latter, Melbourne United still leading the way uh, strongly at 10 and 1. Yep. Perth Wildcats second at 6 and 4, so really mm-hmm. you know, kind of flexing their muscle at the moment. Uh, also, for the Jack Jumpers, just quickly, we should have our assistant coaches and some player announcements coming up in the very near future as well. So, time. so exciting stuff happening there. How did Vic go the other night? I tell you what, Vic has been bowling out. Yeah. Vic. Guys, if you haven't checked out our interview, it was a fortnight ago today that we had our interview with Brisbane Bullets player Vic Law. Um, you know, he's just crushing it at the minute. Um, you know, the Bullets, uh, they beat the, the Wildcats last night, 95 to 92. Uh, Vic, Vic had a hell of a game, 23.6 rebounds, two assists, and really kind of <sighs> brought it home. It was a close game down the stretch. Um, so, yeah, wicked stuff there from him. Bullets ticking along nicely as well at the moment. They're kind of flying under the radar, and he mm-hmm. said in his interview, it's about who can ride the, the bumps. That's it. Um, they're currently fifth at six and six, so chugging along, should I say, nicely there. Very good. Okay, lads. Odds and ends done. Let's move ahead and review our start of the season award picks. Okay, so it's quite a few weeks ago now that, well, start of the season that we, we gave our initial picks yep. uh, for the, award, the major award categories. So today we'll just, you know, run them out. See how we're looking. If we think we're any shot here, or if we're if it's effectively over yeah, for these well, picks, it's halfway through the season now, I believe. So it's ideal time right. to do it. Is there any um, room for change? No. So you can't change. Well, I guess you can say who you think you're going to, but who's going to win? Well, let's go sixth man of the year first. Okay. Uh, my pick was Jordan Clarkson. You're on the money, <laughs> and this guy is killing it. He's certainly the the favourite at this stage. Mm. Um, you know, I'm stoked with that pick. He's tearing it up. An offensive juggernaut. Uh, I think the only two that could maybe, oh, just off the top of the head, Mello is having a real resurgence. Which was mine. Uh, and Chris Boucher yeah, from yeah. the Raptors is also on a bit of a tear. The, so The thing with that, Chris Boucher, is that Nick Nurse doesn't give him he deserves because the games that he's playing... 30 plus minutes they're winning and he's having a great stat line but Nick Nurse has been putting him on like 22 minute limits for some games and I don't know why because they haven't got anyone else in that position they've got Aussie Baines who's been absolutely horrendous so put my boy Boucher on he does provide really good value in those minutes that he is on though yeah really high production and he should definitely be in the conversation uh, so your pick Lee was Mello it was Carmelo Anthony but he obviously could certainly make a charge in the the Second half of the season, I reckon. Could do. He's been, especially the last fortnight, he's yeah. been really, really good. Yeah, let's not mention my pick. He was. Uh, yeah, my, my, my pick early days was Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, that, that was before the season started, but obviously before he went down with injury. But initially I thought it made sense, you know. Yeah, he wouldn't have as much of a role for the, for the Nets, obviously in a starter's capacity. But coming off the bench, I thought he could... He, could still provide a heap. Gotta be um, honest, I'd forgotten about him completely. Yeah, in fairness. when's he coming back? 
Um, not for a not while. For a, not for a long while. But that one got shot down pretty quickly. But I've also done a who I think will win it now, and uh, I certainly think Jordan Clarkson. He's in. He's in the box box seat. Um, a little interesting stat that this year he's average. Oh, he's scored sorry double digits in all but one game. So oh, for a guy who's that. come come off the bench every game this season, that's a pretty decent. Effort. Anyone know his stat line average? Anyone got it? Yeah, he's averaging eighteen four and two off the bench. Eighteen four and two. Okay. Yeah. That's he's probably he's probably gonna win it. He's then. gonna win it. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna win it. Easy. Uh, most improved fellas, Ro, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, yeah. Ro had the same, I believe. Yeah, most improved. I had Shay Gilgis Alexander. I did as well. I I think he's still in the conversation. Don't think he's the favourite to win it. Um, he certainly with the increased responsibility been. Um, he's been m- m- much better this year. He's been relied on to do a lot more. Um, but I think in terms of who I think will win it now, I think Jeremy Grant might be one of the more obvious options. Um, he's averaging 23, 5 and 2 this year in comparison to last year where he averaged 12 points. But I think being the go-to guy for yeah. the Pistons this year has certainly benefited Jeremy Grant from the individual perspective. And I think even though Detroit have been struggling, um, the move from Denver to Detroit has been just what, Jeremy Grant needed to take that next level. Probably don't put your hands up for Detroit, though. And probably <laughs> don't. No, no, they're in that. They're in a lot of trouble. But Jeremy Grant's been great. And likewise, Lee, you had Shea there. I had Shea. I don't know if Jeremy Grant will win it though. He's, he had a great start to the season, but he's seemed to be dropping off a bit now. I, I think it's un, it'd be unfair to take Julius Randle out of that conversation. Oh, he's That's- in it. That's I another think, note. Him and Jalen Brown are two names yeah. I think will be right up there. For sure. Randall, though, has got like... Yeah. We were calling him MVP after the yeah, first I mean, week or two, weren't yeah. we? I mean, he hasn't really dropped off at all. No. If, and this Knicks team, if they can maintain that close to yeah. top five, top six spot... Mm. I tell you what, if, if Christian Wood didn't get injured, he would be, he'd probably be leading the most improved, yeah. but wasn't to be. My guy uh, was Jamal Murray. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. he's... Uh, he just his his peaks are so high, but his lows are so low. Uh, mm. He just needs to get that consistent level. Certainly, don't think he will be winning most improved. The other name I had down when we did this segment was Markel Fultz. Um, mm. That somewhat like the Dimwitty injury went down early. Um, hope to see him back though For sure. soon. Um, but yeah, certainly I think Jeremy Grant, Jalen Brown, Julius Randle are all going to be up there. All yep. going to be up there. Yep. Uh, Lee, coach of the year. Who did you oh, have? Oh, jeez, I forgot about it. I, I remember I had Eric Spolcher. Eric Spo. Spo. The tight tight T Spo. Um, yeah, well, the Heat, you know, they've they've made a resurgence of late, 18 and mm. 18. Um, do you still, how do you feel about that pick? Uh, he's a great coach, but I think um, in terms of coaches, it really shows with the wins you have to your name. So I'd probably go with Steve Nash at this point. I think early days that pick wouldn't have been looking too good, but uh, the. To their credit, they've come back and they're looking all right at the moment. Uh, I had, I went from, this was my real left of field choice, Scott Brooks of the Wizards. Scotty. Now, if we had done this segment two or three weeks ago, he probably would have said he's almost fired, like he's yeah, gone. Yeah. Likewise, it's the Heat. The Wizards have seen a resurgence. They they're have. still 12th, 14, 20. They've won seven of their last 10. Like 10, yeah. Um, so they're making a charge. Don't feel great about this one. Um <laughs> It's really, though, the depth in coaches. Like, there's so many that I was looking at that could be picked at this stage. You've got Tibbs, um, Taylor Jenkins, 
you know, with the Grizz, what the job he's done with the injuries they've had, you know, you've got Monty Williams and yeah, the Suns, Monty Doc, Williams. Hawk, um, a long list at the minute. Yeah. I um I had my Celtics classes on, I think, when I made this pick earlier in the year. I had Brad Stevens and as we as we've seen so far this season, um the Celtics haven't been anywhere near as good as we probably thought they would be, as 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 good as I thought they would be. Um so I don't think he's going to be in the conversation. I think the obvious pick for mine is Quinn Snyder with the Utah Jazz, yep, you know, leading leading them to a twenty seven and nine record, leading the West at the moment. And I feel like they they do love giving this award to coaches who haven't won it before. And 100%. I think given given he's you know also first time All Star um, head coach, yep. um, I reckon he's in the box seat to win this one. Tell you what, just on the Celtics, they've they're fourth at the minute. They've had a good week, thankfully. They've won four on the trot now, 19 and 17, but they were 15 and 17, well mm, under 500, yeah. you know, going back a week or so ago. That's the thing. It's deceiving these standings, isn't it? Like one East week is, we could be fourth, the next week we could be tenth. Well, that, that's pretty much how it's gone. It's yeah. incredible. Okay. Rookie of the year. Uh, mm. I might take this one. Do we even bother? Um, Yours was – the my, only bad one was Rose. Oh, well, my, my pick – I kind of had two. My pick was Killian Hayes. Oh, was it? Um, had seven games from him. Just because I remember saying, you know, you have so much to I do in Detroit. I thought it was the one you're about to say. Um, so disappointing there, seven games and he went down. I think he will still be a star when we get to see um, But uh, Halliburton – Oh, this guy is elite. I love watching him. Uh, He's looked phenomenal so far, playing 30 minutes a game, averaging 13 points, 3.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists, a steal and a half a game, and he's going up 43.3% from three. Um, He looks like an absolute bowler. He does, yeah. Stoked to see him doing good things. I had um, had LaMelo Bow, and he's he's, he's front runner and probably going to win it at this stage. Um, the biggest concern at the start of the season was um, whether he could knock down shots or not because I know his jumper was a bit iffy, but he's pretty much squashed those How good's he been assumptions. since he's been starting? That, oh, was, the, that was the big turning, the turning point, point, like a light bulb moment. But he plays with such confidence and he, he, looks like a, he looks like he's been playing in the league for like three years. He's just amazing. Just quickly, Lee. From the Hornets, my Hornets, boys. 17 and 18, the 7th in the East. Yeah. You, you're still happy with your choice? God, I'll be happy for years on end. Well, we hope so because yeah. we've got the contract. So and, unless, unless, and probably an extension as well. <laughs> yeah. Unless Lamella gets traded. Or scares as well. <laughs> it's not scary. Oh, um, Ro, who did you have? Look, I had, early in the season, I had Denny. Denny Advia from the Washington Wizards. Obviously... It hasn't panned out as I thought it would have. Um, the Wizards haven't been as good as they have, as they probably should have been. And I think I read a bit too much into how he had been performing overseas in the Israeli league. Youngest MVP in the league. Yeah, so. I probably took that. I probably way too much into that. Um, so he's certainly not in the picture. Um, it's been hot and cold, hasn't he? He's looked good in moments, I mean, but he's also he's, he's very handsy. Like he, he racks up fouls very, very quickly. The thing is with him, he hasn't been awful, but he, he's not in the picture as much as I thought he would be. And we mentioned Halliburton, who's obviously been you know really good this year for a rookie, but I th- this is, my opinion is there's daylight between LaMelo Ball and yeah. Tyrese Halliburton in the, in the rookie race. I think, as you're mentioning, when LaMelo got inserted into that starting lineup, he's been averaging... About twenty six and six, which is mm-hmm. incredible for a rookie. So, um, this is Lamelo Ball's award to lose this year. Edwards making a bit of a uh, surge as well. We certainly, yeah. There's daylight between Lamelo and 
you know, Halliburton, Edwards, Wiseman. Um, yeah. But it's good to see him, you know, we spoke about last week or the week before, or the week before that. Mm. Um, it's good to see him, you know, showing a bit more of as of late. Right now he's got dunk of the year on lockdown. God damn. Well, did oh. you see uh, Wantanabe, like he, he yeah. said, you know, I'd rather, um, you know, go up making an effort. Then and get dunked on, then give up two easy Definitely. points. For sure. Yeah. And if that, that wasn't his fault, ninety nine times out of a hundred, I would still go up for that one yeah. time to get the block. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I respect that, but God yeah. damn, he was murdered. The baseline. Oh, killed him. That ends some people's careers. <laughs> it does. So fair play to him. You know, I respect him going up. It's um, that's what you do. You put your body on the line. But he's posters on the bedroom walls all around <laughs> the uh, the world at the minute. Um, Okay, lads, Defensive Player of the Year. Who did you have for this one, Lee? I had um, AD, but that's kind of gone out there. I had AD too. Uh, No, I had Giannis, um, who I think is still in the picture, although I certainly don't think he's the front runner at the moment. No. Um, Obviously, with your picks, Anthony Davis, the injury doesn't help. No. Um, He he would have been in the picture, I think, given if he didn't get injured. Um, it looks like a bit of a two-horse race at the minute. Gobert and Simmons. Yeah. It seems that way, doesn't it? Um, with Rudy Gobert with his nose in front, I'd say. The thing yeah. with Gobert, Gobert, I was thinking, was I I don't know why we didn't give him more credit when we were predicting these awards because he's won it multiple times over the last few seasons. Surely that would indicate to us in some respect did, that did he's get going to be... fatigue, a- though? Maybe... I don't like think with the... With the Defensive Player of the Year, not so much, it seems, does it? No, MVP. not so much. Um, the MVP, obviously, there's a bit of a vote of fatigue, but... Like, same with Sixth Man. We've seen uh, Lou, you know, pick it up multiple times mm. and, you know, rightly so... Um, yeah, I'm. Wa- I'm just waiting for the year that a guard wins Defensive Player of the Year because that's a long time coming. I'd love to see Ben Simmons win it this year. Bit but, Aussie pride, Lee. Yeah, but even if someone down the track like a Lou Daughter, or, um, Marcus Smart, get up up the top of those rankings and possibly take one home, I'd just love to see that. It is difficult. It's a shame yeah. uh, if we could get TJ McConnell a couple of blocks, <laughs> he could be a shout as well. Um, scoring title. Scoring, How about it, right? Scoring title had James Harden. Um, obviously, he's he's been good for for the Nets, um, but I think he was only going to win the scoring title if he remained yeah. with the Rockets because he was the guy who they yeah. relied on to be the scorer. Um, but now I think Bradley Beal's in the box seat to win it. He's a walking thirty, I think, at the moment. Yeah. There is other players in the area who could snatch it off him. Yeah. Um, but I think. The fact at the moment he's averaging almost thirty three points a game, and the Wizards are I think Steph's leading in terms of points, isn't he? In with, terms of actual points, points scored, yeah. But Bill, it's got a couple of games in hand. He yeah. he looks like the guy. He does. He just, does. Just quickly, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. But you wouldn't mind an extra point here or there for Harden, would you, Lee? Oh, oh dear. Just a, just that was ridiculous. another one or two here or there. Just a one point would would do. But I had James Harden as well, but you that did. was very reliant on him staying at the Rockets, which he ended up not doing. Yep. Um so Bradley Bill's probably he's the front runner right now. Um I'd love to how far is Dame off? Well, he couldn't not that was my pick. I had Dame. Um he certainly has the potential. He's could be a forty, fifty point um he he's the guy who could do that on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh he's had a few off games here and there. Um but he's a guy who does have that explosive Potential. Yeah. Just uh, just quickly, I know this is an audio format, Nick, but mm. have you been bitten by, by a vampire? Turn your head. No, the other side. I haven't, I haven't seen <laughs> it. 
I'll, I'll go for the plug. You're a bit of plug, oh, yeah, well, down. Uh, what is that? Uh, just quickly, here we go. We'll give a little bit of uh, <laughs> a little bit of clarity on that. I, That's um, a bit of claret. It's just on the kind of just under my ear there. Um, you nicked yourself, have you? <laughs> no, you know, like a kind of little skin tag thing. Yes, yeah. I do. Um, so having a little tidy up with the razor. Um, and went across that and like pulled it off. And those things, if you get them, they just don't stop bleeding. That looks painful. Good one. Sorry, I, uh, I had to bring it up. I thought yeah. I didn't want you to bleed out. Yeah, on bleed the out on the podcast. Imagine that. Um, is this the big one coming? <laughs> this is the big one, Lee. Uh, MVP. Yeah. You want me to go? Yeah, you. Yeah. You kickstart. Oh, I think my logic for this was good, but like you said, there's some vote of fatigue. I had Giannis originally. Um, I just thought what's what's going to slow him down. He's not aging, but but what's what's slowing him down and taking him out of the conversation is the fact that he's won it back-to-back and there's, there's players playing better than him. He's been playing insane still. But Again, he's another, like we said, the Celtics have had a good last week. The Bucks as well have had a good fortnight or so. Yeah, they had a sure. bit of a lull period, but he's been putting up big, big numbers yeah. and it just seems that they're not getting the credit they deserve because we're just mm-hmm. so accustomed to them now, it. aren't we? Yeah, I was sure. like Harden putting up, and like Russ with his triple-doubles, Harden... 40 points a night, we become accustomed mm. to it. Um, Who do you guys have? I had the Don. Don, yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic. Now, it's funny, I'm not feeling great about this, yet he's got 28.6 points a game, 8.4 rebounds a game, and 9 assists. Yeah. Um, a lot of it comes down to do with the Mavs' start and their yeah. record. That's um, it. I, I still feel he's a very slim, slim chance, yeah. um, but that'll be reliant on the Mavs charging up the standings. Really feels as if it embeds to lose it now. Is, yeah. Um, you know, you got Jokic and LeBron floating around. To be honest, Harden probably is not up in it, but he should be getting a little more that's respect what I've, lately. That's I what I was going to say. He's, he's not going to win it, but he is playing like an MVP player right now. And it just yeah. goes to show the amount of um, high caliber players in the league. Can I also just say, none of us thought that Embiid was going to be front running for MVP, did we? Well, the, the thing year. is that I, I didn't trust Philly as a yeah, team that in general. was the thing. And that put me off Joel Embiid. We know how good he is, but I certainly didn't think they'd be leading the East at the moment. But um, at the moment, he'd be he'd be my pick. I trust that he's going to continue at high level of play. And Philly seem to have turned a corner to an extent, don't they? Um, I know there's still half a season to go, but from what we've seen so far, they seem to have... Um, they seem to have matured a little bit and yep. probably inherited some pieces which um, they fit better, don't they? Which with the shoes better, that we've alluded to. But um, Who I know, was your pick? Uh, my pick, my pick was Luka Doncic earlier ah. in the season. Same with you, Nick. Like I, I don't think he's top three, four at the moment, but he he could potentially be if the Mavs win a few more games. Um, and it'd probably be a little bit reliant as well on the kind of front runners. Regressing a little bit. It will yeah. be, and that's the problem. Um, so, n- not a bad pick by any stretch of the imagination, but I think there's other players who are in in a more prime box seat to win it this year. I would have loved to see KD. Um, he was in talks at the start of the year, and I thought he'd take it home, but you just can't afford to take games off with injury, and I yeah. know it's hard, but other players just you know, run out in front of you. But I also Especially in a shortened season as yeah, well, exactly. that hurts. Yeah. Every um, game. I think Curry is in serious contention as well, though. Has if, to be. if they can without a doubt. I think he could 
get to maybe the two spot if they keep going the way they're going. The chef cooking up a storm. Lads, there you have it. There is our, I guess, our halfway review of our season awards predictions. I think we're in respectable shape, all of us. Um, you know, guys, let us know out there what you think of our picks, um, how we're chucking a truck. I, Ch- oh, I keep dear. saying chucking. I've done that twice. <laughs> you mean to say truck, chugging. Trucking and chugging. Yeah, a hybrid there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trucking. We'll say trucking yeah, that's along. That's the one. Um, trucking along there. Let us know what you think of our picks. Um yeah, you know, I think it's going all right, aren't we? Yeah, we're going fine. Apart from my um, Denny Advia, Denny Advia pick earlier in the season, and Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, a bit, yeah, a bit tough. We can overlook those ones, guys. Don't feel free not to comment on those <laughs> ones. Uh, excellent. Let's look ahead to Hero of the Week, guys. Believe it or not. Okay, here are the week returns. Uh, oh, who wants to kick us I off? I feel this like way? I've started like every I mean, I'll week. I'll go this week. I'll go. There you go. Here are the week for me is Colin Sexton of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he's he's been incredible over the the last week, but also over the last few weeks. Um, he's averaged thirty three, four, and seven with almost three steals over the last week. God. So he's he's been great. Thirty two and thirty nine points in the Cavs' last two games. But I think he's he's really start to hit his stride this year in terms of being a player for the Cavs who they can rely on to have 22, 23 plus points a night. Um, so I, I, th- I think he's matured this year. And, you know, over the first three seasons of his career, he's gradually improved every single season. Um, and I think he can become a guy who they can rely on for maybe 25 plus points a night um, going forward, considering he's only in his third year and he's already averaging, you know, probably 23 to 24 points, I would have thought. Um, and he's the type of player who the Cavs really need as well. He's that fearless type of player who doesn't let anything phase him. And he's, he's, he's the guy who I'm hoping, or I guess the Cavs are hoping they can Rely on to be their guy going forward. So to be honest, they've got a like. You look at the Sexland backcourt: Darius Garland, Colin Sexton. You are adding Jarrett Allen. Um, you know they've got some good young pieces to build around. They, they do. just need you know a bit of veteran leadership, um, some solid role players. They've they've got potential there in the coming years. The, they they do. The thing that will be tough for Cleveland, I guess, is certainly not a destination no. um, for people to, for players to, you know, want to go to play there. Um, but who knows, if they start winning games, that can all change. 100%. Um, so we'll see what happens. Excellent. Good pick there. I'll follow up. Uh, I'm going to give my Hero of the Week and then I'm going to finish it off with a question. So my Hero of the Week is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, yep. They're currently, you know, they're currently in the number two seed after what's been a tremendous week. They knocked off the Wolves 118 to 99 knocked off the Lakers 114 to 104 and then rounded that out with beating the Warriors 120 to 98. As I said, currently the number 2 seed sitting at 24 and 11. Now, are we have we spoken and not just us, the basketball world as a whole. There was a lot of hype at the start of the year. Yeah. But they seem to have just be flying under the radar. The question being, are we sleeping on them a little? Are they a real contender, do you reckon? I- yeah, I think we probably have been, to be honest, when when we look back on it. We thought that they'd improve this year. Obviously, Chris Paul coming into this team, we thought they'd be a playoffs team. I certainly didn't think they'd be a 
top two team at this stage. They actually caught me by surprise the other day when I was looking through the standings and they'd inserted themselves into that second spot. So I think in terms of being a legitimate contender in the top two or three spots, I know from my perspective, I'll probably have been sleeping on them. I thought they'd improve, but maybe not this much. Might rephrase the question, would you take them in a series over the Jazz uh, at the minute? I, th- I feel like they, they've Ooh, got the yeah. three pieces. I feel like they'd need one, one more, to be honest, to do oh, something. Yeah. Not a massive piece, but something else. Yep. Yeah, okay. I th- I, I think... I- that would be a great series, wouldn't it? Wouldn't like, it? Why? I I actually don't know who would come out on top in that one. I think in terms of top end firepower, I think the Phoenix Suns probably have it have the um, pieces that could get over them. But I think the Utah Jazz team is probably more well rounded. Um, that oh, that would I'd love to see that in the playoffs. Looking further ahead, I tell you what, I am buzzing for the playoffs this year. I think yeah. there's. You know, there's a lot of quality teams in both conferences. I think there'll be quite a few upsets, um, a lot of twists and turns. Can't wait for it. For is sure. Bridges still out because he's been playing? Uh, no, he's in there. Has he been out at all? No. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but Bridges has been playing pretty well. I tell you what, in terms of lead choosing, sorry, just in terms of lead choosing a new team the other week, he could have jumped onto the Phoenix Suns bandwagon. That would have <laughs> that would have been very exciting. That would have been too obvious. That would have been way too obvious, wouldn't it? Oh, would you? Should, yeah. You should have picked the Cavs or someone. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Got to go with my boys over at Charlotte. Lee, who is your hero of the week? I've got, um, and it's a bit, you know, it's a bit weird because I just left it. Team, oh, here, we oh, here we no. go. But I've oh, gone. He's trying to make up to his ex. He couldn't write the script, could you? I've gone for Russell Westbrook. This guy walks into every game as still a triple double threat. Mm. Um, he's he's fitting in more and more each game with those boys over Washington. Um, this week, what did he average? He averaged twenty three points, ten rebounds, and ten point five assists. And I know he does take a lot of shots, but. You got to make a lot of shots to. You got to take a lot of shots to make a lot of shots. Don't know if you watched it. Did you watch the game against the Clippers yesterday? No. Oh, I, they got over the Clippers one nineteen to one seventeen. Yeah. Um, that was a hell of a game. They were kind of it was toing and froing the whole mm. way. The Wizards led by I think it was about six with a minute to go, mm. and they started fouling Westbrook. Oh, oh no. and he was shooting bricks. He finished seven of fifteen from the line, yeah. and he got the like the Clippers got back into it off the back of Kawhi yeah. three, yeah. Um, some shooting. But it was like, oh boy, every time he gets it, they're just fouling him, fouling right. him, and it was heart and mouth stuff. I was hoping the Wizards would get up, which they did. Uh, yeah. They got up in the end, but it was just seeing him brick the free throw after free throw. Do we think there's any chance at all? How old would Westbrook be? Thirty-one or two? My thirties, I would have thought. Do we think there's any chance that he? has the capability of fixing not only the free throw shot, but his jump shot in, in general. Because I know when I see Westbrook put up a shot, um, a jumper from anywhere. Mid-range bank shot, money. Yeah, but but the, the, the verdict is I think it's not going in every time he puts up a shot, to be honest. I think yeah. he just needs to stick to what he's good at, and that's driving to the yeah. rim. I don't think he's much of a jump <laughs> jump well, shot specialist, to be honest. No. game against the Grizz the other day, he came out and hit a couple of real quick early threes, yeah. and it was like, I did is, say is that. this good or bad? Because now he's going to be One, he's, he's yeah. just going to be putting up three yeah. after three. That's and- the thing with Westbrook, isn't it? Though, like he's very streaky. Like he might come out and hit a few early jumpers, but I think if he's taking twenty jumpers a game, he might only be making three. This, wiz- three. this Wizards team, I tell you what, like for as bad as they were, 
There's just something. I, I'm Rui. Rui Hachimura was fantastic on Kawhi, yeah. you say, but there's just something about this team that, you know, if they make the playoffs, they, I reckon they'd be a tough out because, you know, Westbrook's yeah. going to bring it every night. Like, yeah. maybe not in terms of the great shooting, but in terms of intensity, Bill's yeah. 30 points a night. Um, Wagner's been. He was phenomenal yesterday. They've, mm. they've got uh, a bit about them. You've, you've kind of butchered his name. I think it's Vo- like, Wagner. I think it's Wagner. Wagner. They pronounce it with a V for some yeah, reason. Yeah. But he's been good. But I, I think just the, the downside with them, which would just kill them in the playoffs, is the depth that they have, which is absolutely <laughs> none. I would love to see a, a Hornets wizard series. Oh, who would go for the Washington Wizards? Christ. Oh, you Imagine. can't jump off that. <laughs> no, I love my boys at Washington. Shut up. Shut up. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say you're boys. Done. You're done. I do love them, though, still. Guys, there's Hero of the Week. Recapping, bro, you had... I'd Colin Sexton. Beautiful. I had the Phoenix Suns. And I had Russ. Excellent. All right, guys. Here we go. Be right or good night. Um, before we give our predictions how they went, we're just going to say we're... There's been a bit of a bout of the uh, the old sickness going around this week, so we're going to kind of hold off on our punishment today. We will be doing it. We'll be doing it in the next couple of days. Uh, we'll mention who's in it in a moment, but there is a punishment on the way, so look out for that during the week. Uh, we were going to do, we, we kind of maybe prematurely mentioned it last <laughs> week, we we're going to do the old rat trap on the hand. We had to nip that one in the bud pretty quickly. I, I didn't like the risk. I certainly didn't like the risk of whoever had to do the punishment. Risk of your finger being de- decapitated, so I'm <clears throat> not happy with that. Oh, um, come on, man. I mean, no. I work with my fingers yes. for my job. No, well, that's the big thing. That's where it kind of... If we were doing this full-time, um, maybe maybe there would be a, a slither of hope. Um, oh, I don't know. Because the other fellas would pick up the slack if you only had four <laughs> fingers. Um, but, yeah, no, that's okay. We will... Another punishment will be dealt out and served for in sure. the next couple of days. Okay. Let's uh, let us rattle off who is in the firing line this week. I'll start with myself. Oh, that'd be right. Because I won't be up for punishment this week. First time in a while that I'll be sitting out. This was good by you, actually. I picked the Utah Jazz to lose two out of three games this week. It just felt for as hot as they'd been, all good things must come to an end. Now, they beat the Magic 124 to 109. At this point, I was like, okay. So I, I kind of thought they were going to lose, so it wasn't too much skin off the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then lost to the Pelicans 124 to 129. Real close one there. I was sweating bullets uh, down the stretch. That was the big one. That was the turning point, really. That, I just needed a sniff. I yep. needed a sniff. They followed it up by losing an absolute classic to the 76ers in OT, 131 to 123. Led for 90% of the game. Um, and I tell you what, there were seven seconds to go. Up by three, looked, you know, in good shape. Yep. Joel Embiid has hit a, just a ridiculous three. I, forgive me, I forgot who it was in his face, but has just put it over him, sunk it, sent it to OT. Tobias Harris just took over in the yep. extra period um, and clinched the victory for me. Credit t- to you. Tell you what, really shouldn't have won that, but uh, I will take it. Never oh. in doubt. Well, Never mate. in doubt. I'm happy for you. Oh, thanks, mate. I'm not. I okay. can really hear the sincerity in your voice. <laughs> I had last week from my be right or good night. I originally had James Harden to have <laughs> one. Again, originally, uh, yeah, I originally had uh, James Harden to have one thirty-point triple double. The one little Reno go we do for that week, Nick says at a point. I said okay, and I was feeling confident because we know when James Harden is streaky, he's on fire. 
First game against Dallas, he had 29-7-6. and six. I was like, all right. So we'll good, good warm-up game. We'll, good warm-up there game. There thereabouts. The next game against the <laughs> San Antonio Spurs, James, uh-huh. James Harden had, we'll start with the assists, he had 15 assists. He had 14 rebounds, and he had 30 points. Oh, you wouldn't oh. read about it. And I was I was almost in tears in my <laughs> room. Um, and then the next game against Houston, he was very close again. He had 29 points, 10 rebounds, and 14 assists. So I, I tell you what, if I had made that pick, I would be ropeable. Yeah. Do you know I why would be you'd disgusted. be even, Do you know why you'd be even more ropeable? The fact that that game that went to overtime, that second game, he had 24. Five, I think, at the end of regulation, yeah. and then it went into overtime, and he'd already had the triple double. And I was looking at my phone, thinking, "That's a sure thing. That's a sure thing." I could hear Lee in his room; didn't sound too pleased. But, I, I um, think I was begging. <laughs> just one point. I could just keep. It. I kept hearing him say, "Come on, J J H, yeah, get J-H. this one, get this J-H one." J H can do it, and he didn't. He didn't. He just fell short. That is the uh, the beauty of the re no go. Yeah. Um, huge stuff there. That's. I I really feel for you. I do feel no, it's for all you. Right. That's it brutal. happens. It happens. Um, no. oh, you gotta love it. That's quite. That's quality. <laughs> My um, B rider good night prediction from last week failed. Also, um, I had the Heat to win all three games this this week. They ended up winning two of the three games. However, um, the second one that they or the one that they lost was midway through the week. So. Kind of knew I was in trouble um, quite early on this week. It's horrible, isn't it? Because you know, like at least mine went to the third game. You got something to cheer for in the yeah. back end of the week. But next time we have a B rider, good night prediction. I'm going to make it so it's not over before it's even started, yeah. sort of thing. Definitely. Um, so yeah, they That's lost. They, love, yeah. they lost to Atlanta. They won the first game against Atlanta. Lost the second game, and then they won against the Pelicans. I'm not saying this is a... I don't want to blame it on people being out, but Jimmy Butler was out <laughs> in that second game and he provides so much for that team, so you can sort of understand why. And we did call that, Nick, that um, the Atlanta Hawks, mm. they'd lose the first game, they'd work out what's going on and then they... Which they, they did. To be honest, too. as you were saying it throughout last week's podcast, a thought did go through my head that I wanted to change it, but, <laughs> you know, you, you, you make these bold predictions and you just hope that you don't get bitten on the bum. God, they did a good job of um, defending Trey Young, though, in both games. Yeah. They, le- they left him to, I think, single digits um, throughout the half, but then he's just started knocking some down late in the game. Just won it for them. Quickly on another note, the team, the Heat beat yesterday, um, the Pelicans, I have found them so disappointing mm. with, just, with how inconsistent yeah. they are. And it's so hard to kind of... I guess, get behind them because you kind of want to. You want to see them do well. They've got likeable players, Zion. You know, Lonzo's been good. But then they just fall so flat in some of these games, like against the Bulls earlier in the week, against the Heat. They really, I think they were down by 17, and they clawed it back to two um, yesterday against the Pels, uh, against the Heat. Jimmy Butler just took over in the last five minutes, had a three and one, um, driving to the bucket. He was phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, they're a funny team, the Pelicans. They're hard to get a gauge on, aren't they? They probably should be mm. playing better given their roster, but they maybe they they they're a fairly young team still, aren't they? And I still think there's plenty of time for them to improve. But yep. this year they've 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 left me feeling you know dissatisfied. Flat. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm looking forward to doing at the end of the season, doing the end of season reviews on all the teams and just really yeah. venting on a lot of these teams, yep. and then yeah. singing the praises of other ones who deserve it. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, as we said, guys, be right a good night there. Um, 
you know, we will have something up in the next couple of days. This punishment we'll have, will happen, but... We've just got to think of something now, don't we? We do. Um, do, you, do you fellas on air, off the scone, have anything in mind? Uh, no, because we don't want to promise anything yeah, we don't like we did last yes. week. No, that's it. <laughs> we want to under-promise and over-deliver, don't <laughs> Pretty we? Pretty much. Um, no, good stuff there, though. Uh, fellas, do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we wrap up what's been another massive episode? Not really. I mean, just touching on our first point of the episode, the new partnership with Card Culture, we're really, really excited to be um, partnered with these guys. Really good um, group of blokes, family business down in Tassie. Um, so make sure if you are down in Tassie to get in store and have a look at the products that they have um, because I think even if you're not an NBA fan, some of the stuff they have in that store are really eye-catching. If you're a collector, collector of you know these trading cards geez you'll love what they have to offer 184 newtown road newtown for anyone here in tassie uh in hobart our listeners and if you're not in tassie they've got an online store as well which um has some really good stuff on there at the moment so um definitely get get around card culture and um also as lee was mentioning before intersport our other our other partner um they're always stocking really Good new stuff um, in store. and Latest and greatest in sporting equipment and uh, apparel. That's it. Excellent. So, fellas, before we wrap up, last last predictions, All-Star Weekend, Team LeBron or Team KD, who gets the dub? Team LeBron's getting the dub. Kind of sucks that there's no basketball on for this weekend, but... I was about to say, what do we do with our lives now? Like, it, it's I'm so going consuming. To, it's, I'm going to have shots. Yeah. Get that work in. Put the work in, boy. For, um, you, for you, right? I'm going with Team LeBron as well. But I think regardless of who wins, we just want a spectacle. As good as it was last year, I remember how Definitely. how excited we were and how we were buzzing for probably days on end after that All-Star game just based off how exciting it was. Um, so hoping for another good All-Star game. Actually, it makes me laugh, I remember, because we were in Queensland and seeing the video Lee put up, <laughs> his, his excitement of um, Buddy Hield winning um, the uh, yes. three point. Yeah. He's like... On your bud, um, uh, on, yeah. on your bud, which is That's exciting for Lee. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, look forward to seeing more of that same passion with this year's three point winner Lee. Um, yeah, I tell you what though. I, likewise, I think Team LeBron. But the big thing will just be seeing that intensity we saw last year in that sure. fourth quarter when they've got that you know twenty four point target score. Um, yeah, hopefully that same intensity is brought. Yep, agree. Excellent, fellas. Uh, can't wait to wrap it up. With you all next week, recap, you know, what went down over All-Star Weekend. It's going to be a huge weekend, no doubt. Um, We'll also have Ball back by next weekend, next week's episode. So that's exciting in itself. Um, Yeah, get pumped. Looking forward to it. Lee, do you want to uh, (laughs) sign out, Buster? (laughs) This is Lee signing out. I'd already signed out in my head. I was off with it. You're off with it. Go enjoy the weekend. Go for them. Yeah, catch you next week, guys. Alright guys, enjoy All-Star Weekend. We can't wait to bring it to you all next week. Love you, bye.